Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Trading in Asia Pacific shares is relatively muted this morning as investors assess a drop in oil prices and rise in COVID 19 cases. Tokyo and Seoul are flat. Sydney is up a quarter of a percent. Investors also have their eyes on Beijing, where the country's top leaders are meeting this week to plan for the next five years. And Wall Street, where a slew of earnings announcements are set to come out. Joining me to discuss all the market action is Ryan Huang. Looking really well rested. How was the weekend? <laughs> We Weekend was great. How was yours, Michelle? Fantastic, fantastic. Dance the night away last night, so feeling good. Uh, earnings season really heating up on Wall Street this week. More than one third of the S and P 500 index components are set to report their third quarter results, and among the nearly 200 companies that'll open their books are four very big names. So four companies who account for an outsized share of the indices. Yes, I am referring to Alphabet, Amazon, Apple, and Facebook. The tech giants all report earnings. On Thursday, so Ryan, so far this earnings season results seem to be trending lower. Mm. Maybe not a surprise given the pandemic and the state of the global economy, but Fang share prices have been outperforming. So, what are markets expecting? Yeah, so those Fang stocks they make up around 16% of the S&P 500. So this is going to really shake up markets. Looking at what we have、um, in store. And looking at what we have, this is going to be one of the heaviest week, if not the heaviest, in terms of earnings. We've got the Fang stocks, we've got some of the Dow heavyweights, and we'll run you through some of the names. But if you look at what's happening on the Fang stocks front、uh, on Thursday, pretty much most of it will be happening on Thursday. We've got Twitter, Apple, Amazon, and Facebook, and this is going to be closely watched.、Um, and like you mentioned, the earnings have been down, drifting lower by sixteen point five percent, according to. The twenty-seven percent of the S and P five hundred companies that have already reported, so that if it stays that way, will be the second steepest decline on record since twenty o nine. So that is the backdrop of what we are getting into, and I guess expectations are lower going into what we have right now with the entire pandemic. And if you look at some of the names、um, that we are focusing on,、uh, one of them will be Amazon, and the focus will be on what to expect for the year-end holidays. And this is interesting because they had to push back their Prime Day、um, big sale event、um, by around three months、uh, to sometime in October. So that will be closely watched for some commentary around. What type of boost it will have on top of the Christmas sales? So the current fourth quarter、uh, will be quite,、uh, I guess, a double boost of sorts to watch out for.、Um, and you are also looking at some commentary around how much it can cope with the supply chain stress and maybe the demand for its capacity in terms of logistics and deliveries. Another one to watch out for is Microsoft. That is on Tuesday, and this is another. Narrative around the cloud computing shift and how well it's doing、uh, against the backdrop of the whole work from home and remote working、um, trend that we are seeing right now. So that is also going to be giving a bit of commentary in terms of how enterprises and companies are doing in terms of their enterprise spending, the IT budgets, are they deferring their spending in terms of. What they are investing in terms of their equipment and technology, so that is 
all in what to expect from some of the big names this week. Ooh, that was quite comprehensive. Now, normally around this time of year, analysts and investors ask, how's the new iPhone doing? But when Apple opens its year-end accounts this Thursday, it's going to be missing its usual star attraction since its new iPhones were launched later than usual. So mm. how is this expected to impact Apple's results? Yeah, so that is going to be interesting because we always look out for how well the iPhone does because it's such a huge driver of its revenue. And if you look at this time around, it had to push back the iPhone due to supply chain issues. So that is going to be harder for people to figure out the direction or the uptick in terms of iPhone sales. Uh, But what people can look out for is um, some commentary around what we've um, seen in terms of services. Uh, They rolled out a couple of um, healthcare hardware in terms of the watch, the Apple Watch, and also some of the services that they have been trying to push. Um, so that is um, what to look out for in terms of Apple's earnings on Thursday. Uh, I think that is uh, a lot to uh, watch out for this week in terms of earnings. You've got the Dow Heavyweights as well mm-hmm. Mike, um, with Honeywell. You've got Merck. You've got Caterpillar. You've got 3M. You've got Boeing. So all that will paint the picture of how well corporate America is doing. Which means we're going to have a tough week ahead, Ryan. You do realise that. Another point of interest, the day before the earnings announcements, the chiefs of Google, Facebook and Twitter are going to be appearing before US Congress. Senate Republicans have convened a hearing to challenge the rules that govern the company's content policies. Now, some commentators say conservatives are trying to discredit the social media and content giants just days before the US elections. Are all these hearings all about politics or could they end up impacting the way that uh, social media companies' business models are run. Yeah, so it's a bit of a curtain raiser into the earnings for most of these companies. So you might remember back in July, you had the CEOs of the uh, big tech names in front of Congress giving the testimonies. So it's a bit of an encore. And you will now get Google CEO once again, Sundar Pichai, and Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey, as well as Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg back into Congress giving their testimonies and the focus this time is on how big tech companies have a say in the type of content that people are putting up. Mm. And this is timely in the lead up to the elections just 10 days away because they have been making some editorial decisions what to post up, what's fake news, uh, what to censor, and what to flag. So that is going to be one topic of discussion and uh, these are going to be closely watched uh, because this could mean regulations down the road that could have an impact on their earnings, advertising, and of course, uh, this will also be dependent on who wins the election. So one to watch on Wednesday night before they release their earnings on Thursday. All right, let's turn to COVID-19. We can't go one market watch without touching on this. Of course, it's been dominating the market narrative all year. So the U.S. has reported a record number of infections for the second day in a row. More than 85,000 new cases. Hospitals in Missouri, Idaho and other U.S. states all at capacity. And the virus has struck the Trump administration again, this time in the vice president's office. So what's the latest and is this likely to affect market trading in the week ahead? Mm, So that will be a tough question. Uh, What we do know right now is Mike Pence, the vice president, his inner circle has been hit with COVID-19. So we are talking about his chief of staff, Mark Short. He tested positive on Saturday. Also one of Mike Pence's closest 
political advisors, Marty Obst. So he's also tested positive. Um, but maybe good news or not, depending on who you, you, who you um, support, Mike Pence will still go on the campaign trail. He has been labelled as an essential worker. So he will still be campaigning. And you have to remember, this is against the backdrop of how the US is now seeing a record number of cases, uh, over 84,000. And you also have a number of states, 16 mm. US states, hitting one-day records. And five of them are key um, battlegrounds. Ohio, Michigan, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. They have been seeing record number of cases. And you now have Mike Pence going on a campaign trail when his inner circle has been hit with COVID-19. So that is a really interesting optics um, to look at when they are trying to manage the entire pandemic. Yeah, numbers going up around the world as well. Spain's announced a national curfew. Italy has seen record infections again. And France, a surge uh, pushed infections to 52,010. That is still yet another record. Okay, Ryan, let's move on to shopping news. Have you ever shopped at Mr. DIY? Yeah, I love DIY, Mr. DIY because it's got a bit of everything. And <laughs> when you walk in, you don't realise you didn't need that and you walk out with something useful maybe <laughs> like okay i know what to get you for christmas now uh, the home improvement retailer going public today up mm. the road in kuala lumpur what can you tell us about the listing yeah so this is um a huge group it's got over 1200 stores mr diy it's got mr dollar it's got mr toys as well so mr dollar is a bit of a value shop you can get things at a really cheap price it's a bit like daiso and mr toys self-explanatory and mr diy have got a couple of stores around singapore it's also got stores around southeast asia and india so the ipo it's debuting today at around 1.5 billion ringgit it's part of its expansion plans so what's in store is plans to expand locally in Malaysia at least 132 new stores and in 2021, 175 new stores. So it has big expansion plans and today its IPO is the largest in three years in Malaysia. Wow. Um, do you think they would have benefited from the pandemic? Well, it's got a bit of everything. So mm. I'm sure people looking for value will find some thing useful there. So I think this is one of those um, sectors uh, that is kind of defensive on that front because people are always looking for value in good times and in bad times. Yeah, and shut at home, you want to improve the home. And I think more people have been turning to doing it themselves. Let's check in on markets right now. 15 minutes past nine on the clock. Last week, the Straits Times Index finished marginally higher at 25 5.37. How's it starting the week? Yeah, so there was a 0.4% rise on Friday, capping a rise of 0.2% for the week. And so far this Monday morning, it is extending those gains just barely by 0.1%, 2,540. So that is the picture we have. And if we take a look at some of the stocks worth mentioning, you've got ARA Logos Logistic Trust. That is up 0.8%. This morning, it fell with the SGX and announcement that it will be buying five logistics properties in Australia and investing in another five. But so far, that is not lifting its stock price. Um, one more to watch out for, CityDev. It's been in the news last week because of the surprise resignation of Quack uh, Limpack. So this stock is extending Friday's gains. It's now up by point. 3% on Friday, it was up by 0.6%. So these stocks uh, so far 
uh, interesting to look out for for the rest of the day. He's Ryan Huang, I'm Michelle Martin, and you've been listening to Market View. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.